was like, notice how everything's global now? Global this, global that. And I was just like... I am warm. For episode 111 of No Crisis Yet, I am John Lynch. I'm Ben Brown. We're going to talk about uh, some paranatural... Paranatural, yes. Parautilitarian... Secret government organizations. John, let me tell you about the deep... St- no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Strong start to the episode, Ben. Listen, uh, wow. Uh, no. In a way, th- I wish this is what I know. Like, if, if 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 the FBC is an example of what the secret government is, like, I actually feel a lot better about the government than I probably would have starting. Like, they're doing their best, damn it. I mean, but there's it's a nine it's a nine to five. Yeah, like, you know, Langston's got his shit. He's got a cat. He's got to get back to it's the 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 fridge keeps eating the food you put in it. It's a real problem. <laughs> uh, you cannot burn the drawings off this fridge. Nope. Let's talk about control. control. The Remedy Shooter. Yes. Third person action. New game Not from... Not really an RPG. Castlevania? Yeah, I suppose. The third person action adventure game. What's this? this is coming off the heels of Quantum Break. Quantum Break, yes. The critically well... Re- Wait, no. <laughs> the critically received. Big old pile, apparently. Uh, Not, it wasn't... Ho- it's like a seven, seven or an eight, maybe. It's not. It's not too yeah. bad. But uh, it is not mind blowing. Okay, maybe if if controls a ten, then then quantum breaks like a six or a seven. Let's control see. is a ten. Control. Is I think a up 10. front, I think we. I we was both like, really like this I was game, so, or at least I really like this game. I was like, ah, do I really want to spend sixty bucks to to experience the zeitgeist of playing this while other people are? And yeah. then, as it turns out, yes. Yeah, I mean, it uh, it's weird. So like, I this comes from Remedy, the uh, Finnish developers of Max Payne. And uh, Alan Wake and Quantum Break and now Control, and they, uh, you know, they make shooters. They make uh, Max Payne was kind of this groundbreaking at the time, like level of detail to a shooter and just style uh, for for you know PCs back then, especially first person shooters were it. There weren't really third person games on the platform and. The idea of like, hey, did you all see the Matrix? What if we made a whole game out of that? What if we made the whole game about that? And also, we're gonna take. Every line from Sin City that yes. that Mark so that and, and that was my experience with Max Payne was like this looks like a cool Matrix game and then I played it I'm like what the fuck is this like yes. the story is so yes. weird and not just because it's presented in that like graphic novel setting which is weird but the places it goes the weird ways it ties in like Norse mythology I fucking and love it trippy like D- David Lynch style dream sequences and like that was definitely like a big moment for me as a young guy who just got my PC that could run 3D accelerated games and that was one of the first ones I finally got to run. That's a big fucking deal. And it was yeah, 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 it yeah. was like it wasn't just like oh this is cool from a technical perspective like this game is also weird in a way that I really really am into. It it um, was quite bizarre. Yes. Um, and especially uh, like the dream sequences obviously yeah, and just like just the the set like taking the noir setting but like both understanding it's cool but also at the point where it would get too serious being able to pull back and be like now Max recognizes he's in a video game by looking up and seeing the HUD over his yep. head or something. Like, it, it always was able to snap back to not being too serious, but also being, I don't know, it was a really good balance. Would you say it's, I would say this is Scandinavian noir in that it, there's a weird detachment. I think. That's like, it is every three seconds in a Remedy game, someone's like, this is pretty fucked up. Like pretty they're weird, kind of giving yeah. you the nudge yeah. and like, this is pretty fucking crazy, there, right? And, and I think more in control maybe than any of their other games, the people there are normal people. And yep. they're just stuck. They, they work at a really weird place, but, but they they're have, all they, used to they it. Have, they have an HR. Like, yeah. this is. Let's back up. Let's yes. let's get away from Max Payne. Back to control. Yes, I'm just setting up remedy. I guess for yeah. sure. It's 
Remedy and and I want well yeah so back up even more Quantum yeah. Break yeah it, it goes Max Payne Max Payne two Alan not Max Link. Payne three no because that's Rockstar Rockstar Star. owns Max Payne the character yes. now which is a bummer because you it can is... argue that the Ragnarok happening in New York yes Max well Payne and was... and so that was a weird thing with Alan Wake which was the game that followed that which was made for Microsoft after they acquired Remedy and so they made that for the Xbox and Quantum Break was the other game they made with uh, Microsoft but uh, in Alan Wake, the character's a writer, and he writes uh, hard-boiled detective novels with this character named Alex Casey, who is pretty clearly Max Payne. So, right. like, if they ever wanted to bring in a Max Payne-like character into the world, they could just the universe these, they have yeah. now pretty much created, uh, they could just use Alex Casey. <laughs> it would work. Especially because the thing about Alan Wake is that his book's coming to life. That's the whole point of the that game so uh they could if they wanted to because obviously rockstar's take on max Payne is pretty fucking different <laughs> it it is yeah, uh it is man, not weird it, <laughs> it is just, just violent and mean it's just basically like what kane lynch was trying to do that's yeah. i just see it like almost like a cane of lynch i don't totally lynch hate max Payne 3 but it definitely is like you can feel the remedy switch get flipped off pretty yeah. succinctly in the beginning of that game because it's just but the thing is, that there's yeah. no wink and nod to the camera. Be like, "Hey, Max, is is this weird?" It's just kind of like Max no. is fucking so grumbling. Funny. I was like, "We watched Man on Fire like 400 oh fucking God. times, and now Rockstar presents Man on Fire. I mean, Max yeah. Payne three with collateral in it, also. Um, both great movies <laughs> to crib from, but like, well, maybe not Man on Fire. Did they? They did not but, license the actor for, for I, Max Payne three, did they? No, it is the same voice actor. So trench face wise. And it's the same face from two, it which is. is the same actor who Man. is him in is Trench in Control. And I'm, when you finally do see Trench's face, it looks like Max Payne. Can Trench ever just not have, or can that actor just not have his children and <laughs> wife die? It happens. In every I know, right? Yeah, because they they put the, the Trench's wife and yeah. kids died too. Uh, That's a good one. Um, so, anyways, so with Quantum Break, yes. So they have the Stephen King. Well, it wasn't really Stephen King, but basically, uh, no. Alan Wake is like eh. it literally starts with a Stephen King quote, right? <laughs> uh, which this one kind of does, too, because it references Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> kind of. Which is fucking... It's pretty great. And then they don't pay it off until the very end. She doesn't end. remember until the yeah. very end of the game. And that's so fucking... Good. It's one of the funniest. <laughs> yeah. It's like the... Shawshank Redemption, that was it. That's so good. But it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's She's literally like, oh, shit, right. a dozen plus hours past the point when she was talking about it last. It's, Which feels uh, very, again, very Scandinavian. And yes. then it's just like, great. Don't, don't forget, we put a pin in that. Alan Wick was well-received, right? Uh, yeah, generally speaking. I think it is... I've gone back and played some of it recently, and uh, I'm actually probably going to play through the rest of it now that Control links into it so heavily. But um, it it is a great game of atmosphere. The atmosphere is phenomenal. No, I, they've done misty, scary woods better than anybody, which they have a lot of in Finland, so it makes sense. And... Uh, the story is really cool. Like, it's very confusing, but it's like, like all their games, they're committed to, and all their games are written by the same team. Sam Lake, the guy who is the face of the original Max yep. Payne, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. is kind of the head writer slash, he's not the creative director on the, all the games, but he's the head writer on all the games. And they have a very consistent attention to world building and just kind of weird shit. Like, he has kind of, he loves, obviously loves David Lynch and some other things, and they recur oh, he a lot. Oh, loves David Lynch. Um, but I think, you know, he has a pretty good talent. And Control, I think, might be their best, like, world they've built out a whole cloth. Oh, like, I just that's... want to see everything about that universe. So, uh, before we get into why I love it so much, that's going to be yeah. the back half, because I do want to do some non-spoilery stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Combat. Yes. In control. Yes. Oh, fuck. We still don't get to Quantum Break. Quantum no. Break. Oh, yes. I've yeah. heard this is basically a re- not a reskinned Quantum Break, but a lot of it's the tech an, was... it's, It is an iter- iteration yeah. because Quantum Break was very much a third-person action game, um, which was a mix between guns and powers. Uh, you had your time powers because you had time powers. That was You got <laughs> sure. stuck in a Quantum Break. I could explain the story of that game, but it's actually very convoluted. But regardless, your character, Jack Joyce... Uh, very remedied name for a character as well. Sure. Um, he has basically time power, so he can like cast a time bubble that'll stop bullets. He can put up a shield. He can dash around really fast and all sorts of stuff. He basically has kind of the Flash's powers. Sure. Um, so, but the game's rhythm in combat, at its best at least, is you using a bunch of powers, and then when your powers kind of are on cooldown, you're using your gun or you're doing other stuff. And it never really clicked in that game. Like the the game has a lot of good uh, world building like other Remedy games, and it is uh, has some neat ideas to go with, like, branching paths and narrative and things like that. Was that ever a TV show or no? So, no. That was the weirdest thing about Quantum Break is it essentially was announced along with Microsoft announcing the Xbox One and saying, like, yo, TV is the new frontier. Everybody loves TV. Kids are signing up for cable packages. Everybody loves it. And that was, like, the big selling point of the Xbox One uh, before they realized that the youths are cutting the cables. And they're like, wait a second, I think we fucked up. (laughs) Um, But actually, to this day, you can still run an Xbox One as your cable box if you still have a cable subscription. Gives a shit. What a terrible... (laughs) But so one of their big things when they announced it was, like, we're working with Remedy on a hybrid of a TV show and a game. And the, the idea initially was you would watch a TV show on whatever Microsoft's streaming whatever television show was and then you would play the game and it would the game would they would bounce off each other right it would be like a live experience or something (sighs) eventually that got scrapped because all of that tv stuff got taken out of the xbox one so remedy still loves fmv they've always used fmv at least since alan wake and um so they basically cut the tv show parts they had uh, and and there's like 20 minute episodes in between. It, it is structured in episodes like Alan Wake is, which right, is right. you pay for 40 minutes to an hour and a half, and then credits come up and plays <laughs> credits music, and then previous on Alan Wake is the next episode or whatever. Uh, but with Quantum Break, there is a, a a big 20 minute episode in between those chunks, and it's weird. So I played through Quantum Break earlier this year just because I was curious. You say 20 minute episode, like you are watching. Yeah. Just like a, it's a cutscene. So um, crazy. But it's weird. So essentially, like the basic broad overview of Quantum Break is that it's about this company called Monarch, which is trying, which is founded by this guy who went all the way to the end of time, saw what happened, went like, fuck that, went back way to the past, founded this company, kind of like Biff from Back to the Future. He knows a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so he can, uh, he can make this company very successful very quickly. Right. Um, there's actually there's a point where you find his whiteboard that, tracks the whole timeline and it takes an entire like gymnasium all along it's just every point on the time thing and he's like 9-11 can we stop it probably not like it's just it's <laughs> oh, neat God. it's cool time travel stuff but so anyways the monarch company is um has made this this thing and and so you're jack joyce you get caught up in it and so you play the game as him and there are characters in there and in fact uh Cor- i can't remember what her name is the woman who plays Jesse Faden. Courtney uh, Love. Courtney Love, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Courtney something, but I can't remember. So she's a main character in Quantum Break also. So it is continuing the Remedy tradition of bringing their old people back for new characters because Alan Wake, Max Payne, and her yeah. are all in this game. So uh, where was it going with this? Okay, so anyways, you know, Monarch. The TV show essentially is Monarch. So you're seeing the bad guy's perspective on the TV show episodes. Okay. And there's a whole cast of characters who you don't really meet as your main character. It just provides contrast. <laughs> 
And it's actually kind of interesting, honestly. I didn't hate it. There's only four of them, so it's not a lot. Oh, okay, all right. And um, they are mercifully, if they were 40 minutes long, they'd be bad because they're just not like, they're pretty low budget, even by like cable TV standards. Um, everything, everything about this is, just sounds cockamamie. Like they shouldn't, an, they it, shouldn't have made this deal. It's a Microsoft. neat idea, yeah, and, and and it seems crazy ambitious in a lot of ways. Like there are other stuff, and this melding of serialized TV storytelling with a video game, which I don't know is necessarily that great. I think eh. Control maybe proves more than anything that they're better off making a video game story. Yes. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that that was kind of the the thing of Quantum Break, and the the big takeaway from it was ambitious, kind of neat, but ultimately not that great. Um, and so control comes in and basically takes a lot of the idea of superpowers and guns, but just makes you way more of a badass with superpowers and also makes your guns not have like ammo. And also you can switch between all sorts Which of is different a relief because of all it, the fucking things they like just, having to run around and grab. Ammo they refined sucks. a ton of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it, it just, it flows really, really well, which is, is the thing that quantum break didn't have. And that's the thing that Max Payne, at least especially had was the flow of combat yes. was really satisfying. It, it plays well. And even, yeah. Uh, Part of me gets annoyed because in the post game, you're basically just running around. You can go anywhere you want. Yeah. Um, and actually, you get benefits by going to old boss rooms and stuff, which is I thought was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, part of me just winces when I hear the combat sound. I'm just like, I just wanted to look. Yeah. I just want to look at this architecture. There is a like, version of this game where you kind of just wish it was a walking simulator because you that's just a late, yeah, that's a discussion yeah. later. But like, yeah, it plays like a third person. Yeah. Metroidvania. Yeah, you're in this so remedy shooter. Yeah, base and so like with the, light loot. The basic setup for the game is this character Jesse Faden. She's looking for her brother. That's really all you're really given at the beginning. And and this is probably one of the most the thing I like also about this game the most is that it is so okay with being opaque <laughs> and not yeah. necessarily being like you're gonna get all your answers, but just being weird for atmospheres' sake. And and a lot of stuff does get elaborated on and, and so on and so kind forth. Kind of, but there's never... But the, the opening is you walking into this empty lobby of this big concrete building. That, you, that Everyone's walking past. Everyone's walking past, and yes. it's this huge building, and no one's there, and she's there looking for her brother, and so she wanders through this office and eventually finds uh, the director's office, where the director is lying well, on the floor. To, she talks to a janitor She talks first. to a really weird Swedish or Finnish janitor named Ati, who's great, and uh, who might be God also. Possible. He's on vacation. Back. It's very possible. Um, and he tells her she's ready for the interview. And so she walks into the office with the where the director would be. He's dead on the floor. He blew his brains out. He's got a gun on the floor. She picks up the gun. The gun talks to her through an inverted pyramid and on a white plane. Yep. Tells her she's the new director. Yes. And it goes from there. Not not <laughs> like, you. Are, not you are you are a superhero named the director. You are literally, literally the director. The, you are now the director of the Federal Bureau of Control with a lifetime appointment. With the, unfortunately, yes. the service weapon, which is the gun you picked up, uh, has appointed you, <laughs> has chosen you because you didn't die when you tried to use it. Basically, um, so it's this very wild mix of. Government bureaucracy and eldritch weird fiction, essentially. Someone someone t- described it as an office, like a workplace comedy. Yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, it, it is not, it, there are definitely funny parts of the game for sure. And uh, <laughs> I, But they're not like in the way that someone wrote them funny. It's, yeah, it's that, not it's like it's the, news radio or something. It's the Scandinavian <laughs> thing of juxtaposing horrible black. Yeah. I don't know if it's black humor. It kind of is. No, but it's like very otherworldly, crazy threats to the universe, but also, but also like, like we have a how fucking... are we going to transport this evil fridge back to this underground facility in yes, New York? And, <laughs> uh, and we can't put it on a plane because it fucks the plane up. Yeah. Yep. There, 
Yes. Yeah. There, the, the 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 banality of it is very entertaining. <laughs> there is, and I, I didn't realize. All right. Hmm. Is there anything else you want to say before we start just gushing about this fucking game? Uh, no, other than yes, I would say play it if you like third-person games, if you like cool settings, like if you like. Uh, it is, it is, if, I would say you like X Files. Yes, and if, if you like a game with an environment like uh, Rapture or something really dependent on an incredibly cool world to explore, yes. there, there is, and this is going to be the tragedy of the fucking game is that the yeah. world they created is the most compelling fucking thing in the world. Yes, it is about like humans doing the best they can. It is. If you like, I would say if you like XCOM. Yes. Like, if you like the themes of XCOM, uh, Enemy Unknown, not... Yeah. I, I guess the new one applies, too. Yeah. It's less of a secret, though. Yeah, but um, it, it, Men in Black... Men in Black is exactly what I... Th- just yes. because of the way the building is, like, this empty thing in Battery Park yep. that then goes to this huge facility. David Lynch. Yeah. Um... Max Payne. Yeah. If you, if you like Max Payne. Yeah, there's definitely... A, one a, and two. I mean, one of Remedy's other trademarks is uh, internal mon- monologues, and Jesse's got one just like Max Payne and Wild and Wake Yeah, did. and they, <laughs> they whiff it sometimes. I don't this think is... hers works as well, because no. in the comic book frame of Max Payne, it, it just works because it makes but, sense. But also he's a pulp novel, And it's right? a pulp like novel, he, yeah. So he's just uh, he's grumbling about everything. And with Alan Wake, he's literally... He's a writer, so he's just so he's talking to himself yep. all the time. Uh yeah, there are times when it interrupts for her monologue too long, where she's just like staring at someone yeah, for it, way too long. I, I'm so the, I I found myself, and this is the mark of great fiction, is that I found myself making excuses for her. Yeah, I was like, well, like she's probably this is all occurring to her like instantly. Right. This is she's, like we're not supposed to think of time right. passing. Where um, where uh, Pope is looking like what. What is she staring at? Yeah. <laughs> but also, everything's so weird in that universe, you could almost explain it away as like, well, she's the director. She's just kind of weird. I yeah. don't know. All right. So from, <laughs> I think, both of us to recommend. Yes. Obviously. Hard if, recommend. If you, yeah. It, how long would you say it is? Like maybe eight hours? Uh, if you it, don't do all the side shit? Oh, I don't know. If 12? you do just the story and maybe some of the side stuff, you probably do a dozen, 15 hours maybe. So let's say maybe 12. It's it, For that time investment, yeah. what you see Yes. Unless you're on a PlayStation 4, which <laughs> yeah. I guess you won't be seeing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, no, I think they've patched it a couple okay. of times now. But uh, Apparently, it was like shaders being recompiled in, it was, all the time. There's a bunch of interesting... Yeah. We are at the point in the generation where base uh, systems, which also the idea that base <laughs> systems exist is a weird new thing. Here we are. But uh, there's a lot... I mean, I hear Borderlands 3 is also a goddamn mess on PS4 original. What a nightmare. Which is just like... I mean... If you look at those two games side by side, Control looks amazing. Borderlands 3 looks like yeah. Borderlands. And it's like, how? Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways. Just looks very sharp. Yes. Incredibly awesome art design. Like, it's this really... Um, it's Brutalism's the, the style of architecture. Just heavy, huge concrete rooms. Think of something like a college campus or, or a government building or something like that. I think the, the Boston government... The Boston City Hall is yeah. like a great example. Just fucking... Yeah. It's just like... Concrete monolithic, steel with yeah. glass. That's it. Yeah, and big, huge, wide-open spaces with really dramatic lighting. And, you know, I think some of it comes from the fact this game was probably on a much tighter budget than than they got with Microsoft games because 505 is a new publisher, and they're not big. Um, so I was shocked. That was one of the things I was like, maybe this game isn't, like, it's going to be crazy, but it was only 34 yeah. gigs. Yeah. Which you think AC Odyssey was like 100. Yeah, when, you install when I started downloading like it, I'm, I'm normally used to AAA games being 45 to 50 gigs by normal. You know, the high end is Red Dead at fucking 95 oh gigs or whatever. God, but like average for now is, is around 40. And so when it started downloading at like 30, I was like, shit, it's just like, yeah. a, it's like a budget game. But like, I think it really is because they use that style so effectively. It feels like a triple. It feels like one of the best looking games I've ever played. Yes, but, but, it, but it is. Ha- but, but it does a lot. But it of the doesn't little. feel like it's been sanded down for like. Oh, yes. we, we got to make sure the idiots in the back can. Yeah, because there it is. It, 
it, there's a checkpoint. There's yeah. minor issues that uh, might as well just get them out of the way now. But yeah. like I, said, I was telling you earlier, sometimes like I literally just can't read the screen. Yeah, there's it just, gets busy. Like this is a remedy game in that everything falls apart and breaks and blows. Everything up. falls apart. There's particles. There's papers getting shot in the air. Yeah. Like concrete's collapsing, or we have a chunk well, of it ripped out. And whenever the enemies, the hiss, are killed, they turn into this like mist, big plume of like. Yeah. But it's like. It's phys- It's not like particles that ve- it, it just stays. It's kind of like yeah. a miasma, and it's like distorting, and it's like kind of a rainbow. Yeah, and you can like walk it. through it, so it's like it looks insane. Yes, cool. it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, but when it is a Sekiro problem of like, yeah. I, there is a certain, especially for like the more demanding fights, there is a certain amount of clarity I need. Yes, um, I also noticed that in some areas you literally will fall, and you because it's so dark. Yes, because you're if your camera adjusts to the like. I don't know if it's like yeah, HDR or something. Yeah, there are more but... bottomless pits in this game than you would possibly imagine from a modern video game. A shit ton of bottomless pits, but <laughs> yeah. also like the lighting is such that if you aren't 100% looking down at your feet, you're like, I, yeah. I just fucking, yeah, I'm I gliding it, yeah. into nothing and I'm fucked now. Yeah. Um, that was annoying. I The inventory just seems like a fucking Yeah, this is their first time they've ever done any kind of, big deals, all your weapons can have mods and you can have mods too. So they're just tweaking shit, but they, they drop off of enemies and you pick them up and you have limited ability to carry them uh so a lot of the game once you've kind of figured out your your group of things which i figured out pretty early um you just kind of stick with them and you have to go into the menu every couple of, you know every hour or something and just yeah to clean them out you, I think you'll, away, you'll, yeah it's, whatever yeah but you have a hard limit of 24 personal mods yeah it's just like why and you can't sort it yeah so if you're trying to compare there's no easy way to compare it other than like there's numbers that kind of are a good shorthand but other than that it's it's yeah, i mean it's like, like the one, little grades yeah, one through five or yeah. something and even then six. it's it's ah. it's just yeah and, and generally you're not finding anything that exciting if you find a red one you're like oh shit what is it but other than that you're going to want to delete it, it, it they, they like a good example of this is like comparing it to um oh my god what's that bug Zelda or Metroidvania. Uh, oh, Hollow Knight. Yeah. Compared to Hollow Knight, like Hollow Knight, each badge that yes. you equip is like makes a big, big fucking difference. difference. Yeah. And I was hoping there for are very s- significant builds based yes. around all those things. Um, yeah. And I was hoping for something like that, but this is very much like, hey, yeah. do, you, do you like six percent off your reload speed? Great. Yeah. Or equi- I think like, the one I used the most easily was the health buff because I do think my one of my major gripes, and it didn't happen too often once I got used to the tempo combat, which is this is not a cover shooter for the most part. Uh, you were supposed to be moving. You say that, Ben. I know. There's, there's, there's a fucking fights that there's are an bullshit. end game boss fight that really does require, require cover, but <sighs> that's minor point. The thing, uh, the the main thrust of the game is like Remedy's older games. Uh, it is about moving around. It is not yeah. about standing still. Um, and so once you get kind of used to that tempo and stuff, but even then, the way you get health back essentially is when you shoot enemies or you kill them, they drop these little blue pips on the ground yeah. and then you just go hoover them up and they don't like fly to you you have they to run fly towards to you. them they, there's no acknowledgement of where they are in the heat of combat like, you yeah. can see there's like a little them, but yeah. they, they don't stand out entirely and and they you know an enemy does not drop a full health bar when you kill them so no. it's like you have to kill several before you can fill your health bar up. and there's no way to regen health like you uh, if you get hurt down to like the sliver sliver where the screen's like thumping and, and you're that'll heal up once you're out of combat but only to like you know too, too many too many fucking encounters are yeah i was i didn't realize something spawned and now i have a sliver of health yeah and that so i i technically can keep going right but then it's literally like well i guess i'll just fucking die then. Like, yeah i just wish there was some times. way to regen health like i think the easy armchair game designer solution i would posit is like make that shield power 
which is an awesome power. You just rip the ground up around you yeah, to make, make a it, shield of rocks. It's so dope looking. But make that regenerate health yes. or something like, like that. Just do it like um like a Diablo shield or something. So yeah. if you take damage with the shield yeah. up, then you recharge Still requires a, a little bit. skill and, and some amount of... But like having to run over to it uh, like from out from where you're kind of held up or whatever is not great. I did find that once I was able to, to levitate and do the ground pound... Like, that was a good way to get back health because the ground pound almost always kills people. Yeah. So you jump into the health when you slam down. So that actually worked pretty well. But um, overall, I, I just wish that would have made... Because there's, a, yeah, a number of times where I ran to encounter, caught one stray rocket, and, it, and then the whole it, thing, and yeah, I had to run back. Like shit. And, and yeah. it's like but it, And they're clearly doing something where I think that they... Uh, like a damage shield like it, i've definitely taken damage to kill me but it stops at that one percent right, so I'm yes. i know that that's definitely a yeah they don't want you to be one-hitted but, but you can be you two-hitted might, pretty quickly but you might as well just yeah. get one shot and then be like all right well at yeah. least i don't have to drag the fight on and hope like yeah it just felt uneven that's a little and it's it's exacerbated by the checkpoint system which is there's not really like checkpoints before oh, fights there's essentially control points kind of like you know a dark souls bonfire where there are parts around and you respawn at them when you die, it's not like but, a... But that is it. And it's not like Dark Souls where they respawn when you use them or whatever. It's just they're kind of a fixed point on the map that you have to run back from. So it is occasionally you can end up at a point where you fight, 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 fight. You're getting towards an objective. You die and then you go back, you know, 10 minutes. And when you run back through the rooms, they randomly will spawn fights. Um, yeah. And I knew I was getting annoyed because I was just like, I don't want to be mad at this game. So I'm going to run through this. Yeah. I and did that actually, yeah. Sometimes you get burned and then yeah. you just get a fucking rock up the ass that screws up your next boss like chat and you're just like, well, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. That, just like for those boss fights specifically, I think if there was just a save point before you jump into the fucking hole or whatever, just it wouldn't something. be terrible. But it's, you know, it's a conceit of their world design. It's something they probably could have done, but also because of the way the, the you can go back and forth between the different sectors and... Again, very much like either Prey or Bioshock, where you're like... Actually, Bioshock, maybe not as much. Bioshock, you go from place to place. You don't really go back to them. Yeah. Uh, whereas Prey, I think, is maybe a better example. Because so, like, your Prey in System Shock 2. It was yeah. honestly more like System Shock 2 in that you were like, you have decks. You yeah, know, so, so you like, go right, to the containment like, sector and, or this. And Prey yeah. had that, but Prey also was like, hey, why don't you use the bullet? I forget what it was called. Yeah, the, like, shaft in the middle. But it was terrible every yeah. time. Yeah, whereas like, this just, game literally just has the super elevator, just like yeah. System Shock did. Um, um, I, I do love that central. I, I yeah. love the idea that, like, on a good day in the FBC, like, you get a few people that disappear or, right. or die horribly. A couple of room shifts here or there, yeah, but, but overall. But overall, and, like, <laughs> yeah. so really, in some ways, yes, this is almost Black Mesa, but yeah. no, in that, like, this is this happens. Yeah. Like, Langston is nonplussed. Right. He's just kind of like, eh, It fuck, just keeps like, happening, yeah. It's eh, like, well, my cat's at home. Like, I, I fucking <laughs> I love do love her internal monologue about the cat. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Speaking, uh, of speaking of which, as a cat... Bullies, joins the podcast. Yeah. Um, shits his way into this room, Lincoln. So, yeah, I, it is... Do you want to just start gushing about this? Yeah. Because now think, we're going to get into spoilers Yeah, well. I think we're going to talk a lot about the uh, the world. I would just say, yeah, if you're intrigued by that setting, and I just... I, I struggle to think of something that captures what it does. Because X-Files is good, because it's but, kind of the idea of, like, weird paranormal investigations, but the the tone of it is... I don't know. It Like, there's some part of it that makes... Have you ever listened to Welcome to Night Vale? Okay, like a yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's a fake saying. radio station yep. in a town where a bunch of weird shit happens, but it's treated like the nightly news essentially. Yeah, it's somewhere along that line. But, but also Deus Ex One in that, like, you find emails in Deus Ex right, One that yeah. are like, we found aliens. Yeah, like, ah, we had to file this and we had to do some radio. Like, it, it is, it is. You have to accept that, like. I guess not. Rick, I don't know who would do it best. Ricky Gervais is credited with doing the uh, the office comedy, right? Right, right. Like yeah. the idea that like. The, the, 
most of our lives are like banal yeah and just like get a fill out the right form in the paper venture brothers does a similar thing where yeah, it's like venture brothers of, isn't a terrible uh well because other influence maybe in, in, some in the way that like there yeah. aren't super villains in venture brothers there is you are either a you are a dues paying member of the guild of calamitous and right, Pen, yeah, right yeah like um, there's a there's a bureaucracy to yes it. The, there's yeah. nothing is just straightforward it's right? yeah like if, if you if you can deliver mail and you are happy with your benefits being a little bit better than the mail. Yeah. Work the FBC. Yeah. Um, but that's also, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of like this dry. Yeah. Because if you just, if you try to read the memos at face value, you're like, oh, yeah. Wood's like just stupid. Yeah. The, the book club. But like. The book club oh, is God, really The book club dumb, is so good though. The funny. way that once you start to put together what's yeah. going on, it's and even like you better. figure out who's like, yeah. You're like, oh, wait, they all read the same book, but they read completely yeah. different books. There's something wrong with the book. And yes. then it becomes this yes. paranormal thing. But yeah, it is very matter of fact. And, and I it, like how he's just ripping on young adult fiction. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck this really shit. funny. Uh, uh, you, see, you see what's inside of you, Ben? I can. Uh, uh, there, and you see, there, there's so many just little details. One is my favorite one is the fucking safe. If you yeah. read the write-up on that, is that sometimes the safe just bleeds. Yep. Just bleed. They, blood comes out of the hinges. They know something's in it, but their x-rays, like, they're, we don't fucking know they what's They can't get there. it open, yep. Um, so I guess we'll just leave it. Yep. Uh, and it's fine. Yeah, they have this great, the, one of the great sections of the game is this thing called the Panopticon, which is a real ah, idea so of a circular prison where all the cells are looking at each other so that there is no wardens in a panopticon because everyone's watching each other uh and they construct the room in the same way which is really neat but that it's just floors and floors of these cells and some of them have quests and stuff related to them but you'll just walk in you'll see a like a, a goose from like a merry-go-round and you're just like there's something fucking wrong with that thing and it's really just that's really cool i think jesse even says it early on in the game she's like this place is really weird but I have never. F- I'm loving this. So like this, this is, is exciting to me. But see, this is what bothers the so it doesn't shit have, out of me. It that- doesn't have the darkness that I think some other versions of the story would have, where they're all corrupt and they're all evil, bringing but through I, I hell don't... forces. It has. So you didn't play Doom 2016, really, did you? I. No. Alright, so one thing Doom 2016 does is this really, really funny uh, running kind of layer of world over it is that the the mars base is totally used to the idea that demons no, will yeah. come through portals no, I'm totally and so it has like you know but they're super arch they go, yeah they they're go very the, arch. They go the other like they're way. literally talking yeah. about like soul harvesting as like yeah. a fun friday activity or like it's a little more satirical in yeah. that game but it's along similar lines of just normalizing really weird paranormal shit yes but it also is it's just taking the piss kind of out of yeah. corporate this is like this is about downtrodden fucking government workers yeah who don't get enough praise or thanks because their job is secret. Like, yeah, it is a, and yeah. and and the cool. I think another thing that helps the mood not be so dour is that all the people who work there are good at their jobs and want to be there. They're good at their jobs and they're used to it. Yeah, like, like you're you are still the fish out of water. You're not yeah. you're not even really a savior. I mean, you are the savior. Yeah, you're the chosen one, literally by the board. But also that comes entity. with like yeah. you have to run all these departments. Like yep. you you have to deal with these fucking memos. Like they talk about. <laughs> You can't smoke. Famously, even if you are the chosen one, like Tent yeah. or Trench was, like people complain about you smoking. Like, oh, did you know there was a no smoke? There's policy? no smoking. Like, you can't bring any old technology or new technology into the building, or else it'll fucking kill you. <laughs> this, yes. Well, this is the fascinating thing, and there's I've read I, I've interpreted different reports different ways, but that 
was basically like time in that place stopped in 1964. Right. Yes. And that sucks because yes, for all the benefits it offers, like you they have, have to, to use old like they have n- to use pneumatic, pneumatic tubes. tubes, which yeah. I thought was fucking brilliant. Yeah. There's um, a, like there's a detail that all the, the security forces use old Lewis guns, which are like these old British this, guns from World War II. The that, big guy. Uh, they're like the mag on yeah, the top. Yeah. The mag yeah. is like a drum horizontally on top. They're very weird looking weapons, and it, it, it was just like oh, it's a neat aesthetic touch. It has there. I would say aesthetically, this game. Most echoes uh, Legion. It's the show on FX that Noah Hawley sure. did. That has a very, especially the uh, the Asylum in the first season called Clockworks. It has this very like mod '60s kind of look to it. Yeah, but it's also like hard concrete, and just certain parts of it don't make sense. The phones on the wall are like from the '40s, but they still use them like modern. The computers are very small, like circular monitors, but they still use them like normal computers. And so, like that, a bit of like just yeah. weird aesthetic. I was gonna to say it. it's a good place. Maybe, yeah. In, in terms of, like, the Somewhere, trans-dimensional, like... Yeah, what the actual good and bad place kind of look like uh, yes. and behind the scenes is yes. a little bit like this. Um, it's just like, just a live, like a lifeless bureaucracy. It, yeah, it's a big um, office in, building. In fact, one of the first people in Good Place that they meet is a postal worker. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> God, there's so much to this fuck. And, all right, so let's... I, we need to focus on this okay. specifically because I think you also probably have the same issues I do. Mm-hmm. They do nothing with the plot. So the plot is, like, the setup is, like, the opening... St- uh, thing that Jesse's saying is like I, I'm trying to find you. Which, it's it's which, very much set up about. Oh, how could I forget? Yeah, not talking about Cult Simulator. Oh yeah, yeah. With the I'm, where you I, you are literally you are putting a number on rituals and you're saying I need this ritual to yes, do this. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, if you like, like there the idea that reality is the kind ritual of division is like a part of the oldest house. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but the idea that reality is this kind of paper thin in spots and you can punch through it and yeah. Oh my God! There's when she when she gives that speech, she's like, "Oh, there's a hole, there's a wall, or no, there's a yeah, the, 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 there's a cell with a poster hanging over the hole, and, and a, it just looks like a poster, and then the poster comes down, and you see the outside world, or you see the real right, world, so or whatever." Between you and I, with our fucking nerd shit, we both yeah. knew. All right, she's talking about Shawshank Redemption. Great, yes, yeah. she's talking about reality. And yeah, tear down the poster. There's horrible shit behind it. Great, Cthulhu got it. Yeah. But then they go completely opposite and say, actually, like, it's not really Cthulhu. You answer to whatever Cthulhu whatever is. We that don't is, know yeah. what the fuck that is. It gave us this thing. It gave us this place. Yep. And so we're going to work with it. Yeah. And it, it just, I love that it just, like, subverts the whole thing where it's like, yeah. oh, it's, you know, we need to go in there and we're, we're, I picture, like, Doom 3, the really bad NPCs that were locked in guard booths. Right, yeah. And here, you just go to people, like, people were fucking, they're yeah. equipped. They're like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, shit, for the lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it was such a relief yeah. to not have people screaming, like, oh, my God, Yeah, it horrible. doesn't have that, exactly. What it do, I think that's maybe what I was trying to get at earlier, is unlike those other games we compared it to, like, Prey or Bioshock, where it's, like, catastrophe has happened, and there's just Dude, that's blood a, that and bodies everywhere. That is just a day everywhere. at the fucking FBC, and my guy. there are some dead people here, for sure, but it is also, like... There are worse than dead people. That yeah. was one of the most compelling, like, yeah. people floating. Yes, yeah. They're, they're corrupted, but they're, they're not. hosts. And yes. then, yes, yeah, so they could be chosen at some point. So the, the entity uh. that has taken over this place, the oldest house, which I don't know if we mentioned, is the name of the building you're yes. in. Just the oldest house. They found it by accident. Yep. They found it in uh, in the, the middle of Manhattan in 1968. But they were in like a basement and they went up. And yes. they're like, oh, shit. Yes, they found <laughs> it by accident and you cannot find the oldest house unless oh, you, are, looking you know it yes. exists. Yes. Otherwise, it is a, what is they, it's like a, a blind spot in the corner. You'll never yes, see you'll it. You'll never see it. It's a bit like, uh, it's a weird digression, but in Harry Potter, at least in the books, I don't remember if it's in the movies, but Hogwarts the castle is just, you know, it's out in the middle of Scotland somewhere. But what if anybody comes near it? Well, in, in the in magical world of Harry Potter, if anybody gets near it, they immediately remember an appointment they're late for, yeah. so they have to leave. Right. So like, there's just some weird thing that keeps people from seeing the oldest house. But if you can see it, 
uh, and these people found it. And the FPC existed before the oldest house. Yeah, well, that's the so whole the thing, FPC right? was created to research this weird paranormal stuff, and then they found their headquarters because it presented itself to them. This is this is the thing: is that the game? If you really dig into the logs, they are talking about like collective consciousness. Yes, and that it, it is not. It, we know that the old the oldest house is literally has been here forever. Yes, but also humans collective like it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't have come into been, our. Unless existence, unless we knew about unless it, unless we someone human was like, we need this. Yes, um, that that is such a fucking it's wild, <laughs> crazy. Th- like yeah, and like one of the, one of the big conclusions about the logic or the uh, items of power or, yeah. mm, and altered objects are that like part of it's that we are ascribing yeah. this shit. To so them. one of the big things in the game are objects of power, which are objects, normal everyday objects that have been imbued with weird paranormal. Abilities to some people. of them way less menacing yeah. than others, like the the self replicating sticky note, which is fucking hilarious. Hilarious, yeah. But like, so and they uh, in the game kind of function like Chozo statues. They're where you get a lot yes. of your powers. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah. So one of the early ones you get for your for your um telekinesis power is an old floppy disk that contained Russian nuclear codes on it, and it. But the idea that they present in the logs is that these objects are all the quintessential version of an object. So like, so this is why the vending machines. If you look at the right. candy wrappers, they yes. just have like that stuff is so that's cool. fucking amazing. And that's that's the Lewis guns too. The yeah. reason they use the Lewis guns is because people don't really know what those are, so not enough people could ascribe meaning to them to make them objects of power. Which is also almost like it. Yeah. If you think about the end of it, it does have a little bit of that in it. Like as well. that kind of like if I believe it. Um, there's this great part where you're talking to plants. Yes. Oh, I love and that part. <laughs> as soon as I was like, this is going to be a quest, isn't it? Because you find an email complaining, you're like, does this guy really have to fucking talk to the plants? Yep. The janitor. And you just have such a nice conversation with those plants. <laughs> and that was my favorite party writing in the game is that she yeah. talks about her insecurities and yeah. she's like, oh, I don't know if I can. So I wish there were more plants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that is straight out of in Planescape Torment. There's a guy. Yeah. I think his name's like Weeps for Trees. But he's just kind of like in the middle of this literally. That's the, I'm sorry. Planescape Torment. Yeah. The idea of thresholds and being dumped out into a world. Yeah. Not, no, like, you're that right. is very much in there. And that is definitely in there. So it's one guy who's like, hey, if you can you. As you get companions in the game, if you bring them back and talk to the tree, if yeah. you get every fucking companion, even the companions that hate it, yep. like Morte the Skull, <laughs> like, I'm not fucking doing this. And you're like, no, you're going you're gonna to fucking do it. You're going to believe in this tree. <laughs> you're going to think about it and you're going to talk to it and make the and Plants. Yep, and it does. And <laughs> yeah. that's the only other game I can think of that's like, fuck, that's so... It's so clever. Yeah. And it, it like because in this game, all that stuff fits together. Like, because the objects of power just being like a rubber ducky, like, that's funny. But to create a, a logical world where that actually makes sense, that's like even better. That's an yeah. even better version. Because, like, you know, so like uh, rubber ducky is one of the objects of power. And the reason it, it was so quick to become one is because if you think of rubber ducky, I think of one, we, we probably look at the one. same thing. Right. Exactly. So right. jukebox is the same way, fridge is the same way. So that's why all these objects are, again, the quintessential version of them. And it's such a, like, neat little. What, like little offshoot that just explains the logic of the universe and it really and I didn't even think of the vending machines thing but that's fucking funny. no if you look at and I, as soon as I saw it I was like and there's another memo about um not the vending machines specifically but like the idea that we're just you just need to not picture the, the if you say Twix yeah. don't fucking don't think of a Twix don't think of a candy bar just go and get a <laughs> yeah. candy bar candy bar vending machine. you don't know what kind it is so you can't eventually create because if anything in the oldest house has a bigger risk of becoming an object of power because it's closer to the riffs or whatever. Um, when you, when you, this is just a knee jerk thing. When you walked yeah. out and you realized what the fire break was, were you like, fuck yes, yeah, this is so fucking good. awesome. Yes. The idea that they're just like, no, fuck it. We'll just make yep. 
a big canyon. <laughs> big canyon, and across it we'll put the Blackstone, which is, I love that subplot of like, hey, we found, it's the most human thing I've ever heard to go in and be like, wow, look at these pillars. Yeah. We should mine them. We should use this. I bet it's useful. It turns and out it, it is. It was. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't completely stop shit. But no. But can it's... I just complain about Jessie for a second? Yeah. I wanted to like her so much. Yeah. she. I mean, she's But not... they do nothing with her. I, I think she's like, she's cool. Like, she's a cool looking character in the action game sense. She looks, I, I, I like a lot of the animations with her powers. Specifically. Because uh, they, look, they look a little bit. Yeah. Un... She's yeah. just learning this. So, yes. like, when she levitates, she, like pushes herself off the ground and then kind of has a wavy like yeah whole she doesn't just float like magneto or whatever with like, her arms crossed fucking farm, like <laughs> yeah or just hands out like floating no, yeah it's very like she looks unsure of herself and yeah but i, I wanted here's where i thought they were gonna go with the story mm. was that motherfucker you never were outside of, yes you've always been you've here. always been when, yeah. when you see the uh, ordinary awe yeah. i was yeah, like yeah. oh my god they've always been yeah they've yeah. always been in, no They've always been connected to it, but they haven't always been here. And it's well, it's it's a little like But that was like wouldn't that have been the obvious thing is to have them like she escaped and then right. came back and was like, oh shit, like well, Bioshock style. There's at least some amount of when they captured your brother and you or, or when they when they went to the ordinary AWE, which is the the ground zero for your whole thing. If they when they went there and got they wanted to get both of you, but you, you, Jesse yeah, ran away. Jesse ran away and and burned the and burned slides. the slides. Yes, yeah, because everyone pissed everyone off. Yeah, um, yeah. I, like I don't think she is a like character on the level of Max Payne or Alan Wake, and that they are essential to the the whole plot of the game. Like I think the strength of Control is the world. Like the world is yeah. just so fucking cool. The setting is perfect that you just want to spend a ton of time in it. And I don't mind spending it with Jesse. But I think it, but, she's cool enough. But imagine if they told a great story. Yes, if they told a great character story, that would be something. And it's a weird thing that they kind of. So Dylan, her brother, comes is there. He's alive and is like possessed by the hiss and is bad. And that's kind of all they get out of it. And it's really like there's some emotional melodramatic kind of beats but, too. But you don't give a shit at the time that like you, you see abandoned him, like, me yeah. and yada yada. But they, again, they don't do Which, much again, with that. Is the most pat fucking thing. Who says that? Who's, oh, you could have done more to help me. Yeah. Motherfucker, we were, I was like 12 and you were 10. Like, right, right. I could have done shit to help you. Yes. And I'm it, sorry you're in prison. Like, yeah. It, like, it, it doesn't really amount to much other than some like setups for potential conflict. And then you defeat, you bring Polaris all the way through, you get rid of the hiss, and uh, then they kind of leave it for the next game, essentially, or whatever they continue to do after this. So maybe there's a like more personal story in the second one, but I'm also just fine exploring the yeah. world more. No, and I, I mean, I th- you can't do it now. I like- think making the character enthusiastic about the yeah, FBC yes. is like probably the best choice they made for, in overall for the character. So again, this is like this is the thing that I thought they were going to build up to is that she yeah. loves being in this fucking world. Because yeah. guess what? Like it's she's exciting. <laughs> think of what she went through. She's yeah. like she. You've, so there's a horrifying story. Uh, I, I think it was in South America. Basically, what happened was medical grade uranium, like, and I'm not talking like a weird pellet. Like I'm talking it actually glows. Yeah, yeah. So this fucking canister used in like I think like imaging machines. Mm-hmm. They just threw it up in a dump. Yeah. Not unlike yeah uh, the 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 slide sorry. projector. Yeah. Kids found it. It was glowing. They assumed it was some kind of nightstick. Broke it open somehow, and like it just no one knew what it was. Mm-hmm. And they just kept getting fucking sick and sick because you're fucking handling nuclear waste. Right, right, right. Um, and then it turns, it was, I, I have to look up. I'll put the link in the, this fucking article or the post for this. But it, that idea of them finding it in a dump, that, is, that has happened. Yeah. Just, we don't know. It's the Arthur C. Clarke thing of yeah. if you don't know how it works, it's just magic to you. Right, yes. Um, and she gets to twist it and say, I had a horrible time with it. And now yeah. I get to flip the script and 
Yeah. A, I already know this shit existed. Yep. Everyone is on the same page. And now right? I feel like everyone also agrees with me. I don't feel like I'm crazy or looking for something. Yeah, it's what people get out of QAnon, I would assume. Right. Is yeah, that sure. like, we can use all the same lingo. Like, uh, the lingo is... What a way to go. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, but it's okay. no, it's the thing. I'm like, you're, they are... It must be a relief to go there and be like, oh my God. Oh God, I was... Okay, I was, I was not imagining not this. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and like, the, they try to do... Like, they're like, oh, they have therapy sessions, which are recorded, yeah. which is evil, yeah, by yeah. the way. Horrible thing to do. Um, and it's just more melodrama of, like... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's an interesting thing. Like, I think Alan Wake largely avoids that stuff because the story is so kind of wi- weird and windy, and you don't know whether you're dreaming or you're not. And and Alan, I mean, yeah. Alan is writing this story that is also creating the game as it happens in front. Like, it's so twisty and weird that the the Alan is trying to get his wife back which is essentially the plot of that game gets pushed very far to the back and it it, it is cliched but it's also buried under a bunch of other wild yeah. shit and I think this game does a good job of a, I also think the world and like it, this game is more focused on a, a space maybe than Alan Wake which is about a guy um, to its benefit yes to I think so benefit. too and, and and but I do think yes I think maybe one thing you could level at remedy is that on the basic levels of their plots, they are very cliched and simple. I mean, but Max, Max Payne is the guy whose wife and kid got killed yeah. when he was out being a cop too late one night or what. You know, it, it's it's very pat stuff, but they, they fill in all the gaps with the weird. And I think this game has more weird in it than any of their other games. Threshold so Kids. Just, oh. Threshold. How is Mr. Bones not a meme yet? I love Threshold Kids. I, so I will say I, I, I hunted them all down and I like all of them, but that first one really fucking creeped me out. Which one? The first one you find where she... Uh, oh, doing, is it the one with mom, mom's gone or whatever? Mom's gone and then <laughs> it's like, and then she just did that long look at the camera and says, fear at the end and it's just like, ah! It's like, normally this was just a bad puppet show and now it has this very sinister edge to So it. did you find the memo where he talks about like, yes. I took a, yeah, we, I took puppetry in a we got a community kid, college. We got a kid here, we should probably entertain him and tell him about this weird fucking place we're in where the rooms might change dimensional locations on you. Uh, so why don't we just make a, a puppet show? It'll be good for morale. And they're the most like twisted puppet things ever. It's so funny. It feels like it belongs on like a. The timing is perfect when like he goes to pull the poster up, yeah. and there's like that one second Which, hang. Yeah. But like sometimes the hand will come down, and it's clearly not even touching the. Yeah. There's so many little details. Like the way they make them cry is there's like clearly wire <laughs> with resin on it that comes. It like it is, it is. Remedy has always done fake TV shows. Another one of their but it's greatest. So good. And this is, I mean, that was a, a fun thing of going kind of jumping through all their games over the summer is like looking at all the fucking fake TV shows, especially Max Payne 2 has so many good ones. Yeah. Which, is that the one with Lords and Ladies? <laughs> it's got Lords and Ladies, Dick Justice, uh, yeah. Address Unknown, which is basically their Twin Peaks, um, and a couple others. There's a more in Max Payne than I think any of the other ones. And Night Springs is the Twilight Zone, which you find out in Control. Night Springs is basically a... Uh, a secret FVC f- program to to, nor- to normalize yes. paranormal activity. They also have a podcast <laughs> called America Overnight, which is great. It's so good. Um, people call in and get yeah. super flustered. So they're like, if if there's an incident, they'll they'll say it's aliens instead of what it really is, which is this transdimensional crazy shit, which is way worse than aliens. Oh, this is way worse than aliens. And yeah, again, it's the idea that like it is. I love. I fucking love the design of the control points. Yeah. Because there's tape, and sometimes, like, if it's close to a wall, the tape will go up on the wall. Yeah, like, it's to, like... To center it It is all. very, again... I fucking love it. quite utilitarian. It's like they know the ritual they have to perform, but they do it with, like, gaffer's tape, because that's what they have around. They do it with gaffer's tape, and the rituals don't have names, like the oath of so-and-so. It's, right. It is very much like, use R24. Yep, use this form for this ritual. And the way that they <laughs> describe rituals, which is 
fucking super weird and terrifying is that yeah. like the words that they, if you so at first I thought it was supposed to be unintelligible, but you if you can listen carefully to each one, yeah, if you you they have they're saying things, mm-hmm. and the brother says the things like. Put yeah. your fingers through the web. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. What uh, the what the hiss chant is? Because yes. if you go into a room with the people kind of suspended in the air, they're all they're just chanting. chanting. Yeah. Um, and then the way they explain that is that the just the words are chosen. They're just the frequency is right. Right. The so frequency feels, of the words, and yes. they say, uh, "What is it? Oh, I can't." They pick out one word that they repeat the most, and they say that's like probably the power word. Like it's just, but it's just, but the idea that it's yeah. like yeah, there's a rhythm to it. Like it's just a frequency. Don't worry about it. Like don't yeah. worry about the words. Just. It's so, yeah, there, yeah. there's um, one of my favorite things, and it's just a little side puzzle, but there's a, a luck and probability department ah, you run across so at some point, it's and it's, so full of, it's full of all these objects that are different luck objects from around the world. The cat, like the they have the clover, cat. the lucky cat from China, they got uh, this wooden elephant, and so they have this all this stuff in this one room, and then next to it is a roulette table, and essentially they're trying to make it so they can make the roulette table by... Oh, by yeah contrasting luck and unlucky things to make the perfect number appear every time. And every time you do it wrong, something blows up. But if you get it right, you get a cool suit. And it's just this really silly thing of like, all right, well, if we want to make this roulette wheel, uh, we need all these objects of luck and we need to calibrate them. So like, okay, the horseshoe is pointing up here. It's it's, got to hold the luck, Ben. Yeah, it's got to hold, but it's got to, like, luck is a numerical value that they can tweak. It's just so funny. Like, I love... That I that way of looking at paranormal stuff of, of just being I, like, there's got to be an underlying logic to this, and there kind of is. There kind of is. The mold <laughs> is is fascinating, and you you said you did not like the boss fight on that. I didn't like I, the boss fight. I like the idea of the mold, where there's like this foreign substance that probably came back through one of the thresholds. Uh, actually, I think it literally does. It literally it does. does. Yeah. Uh, and and then there's one janitor, this guy Ati, who is who's very weird. He's not just because he's in Finnish and you can barely understand him, but also. He's just everywhere. And, and like one of my favorite like early weird fucking things is when you're walking through the halls and you see all the pictures of Trent, the director, and yada da. And there's one picture of the back of yep, Ati not even the, in a dark room yes. from far away, and it just says the bureau at work underneath yep. it. It's amazing. so good. So good. Like it's just they do yeah, they they are so good at grabbing um, attention or interest off of just little things. But then also um, like tying into the bigger story. Cause once you, once yeah. you understand how it all works, it's similar right. to uh, cultist simulator. And that like, once right. you know the base, like, okay, like there is a, there's a, uh, not rhythm, but like you gotta have these book of rituals, yeah. uh, objects of power, different altered objects. Yeah. Like, that you can feed them together right, and you'll get this outcome. Yes, uh, but there's all there's a method to it. Yeah, that's the word. I'm and looking like for. the idea of the FBC is that like if they didn't do this, something would have come through this thing and killed all of us a long time yes. ago. Yes, and so it's this weird thing where also like so the board is this like crazy idea of uh, it's this entity. It's represented as an upside down pyramid, and you can only talk to it on the astral plane, which is this weird like. You can talk through the hotline. Yeah, you can talk through the hotline, but which is yes. a 60s Bakelite phone with a knob in the middle of it that no one oh, knows what it does. And it's so in the middle good. of this fucking awesome Magneto prison room. Oh, that that might be one of the coolest things I saw. It's so good. So the game does this really cool piece of style where when you come into new areas, it blams the titles on screen. It fills the that whole screen. Huge it's a bit like uh, Mindhunter does it, right? Yes. Where it just does takes the whole screen up and just impact like boom right in your face and the hotline chamber i was just like when i walked in there this like cold black space with this little pod with a old 60s telephone and a nice little chair next to it and it just says hotline chamber i'm just like fuck this game is so cool looking like everything just everything looks looks so cool like every room is lit perfectly 
and the, the way they use color, because there's a lot of grays, but they will go like harsh yellow stripes of lighting or red or uh, just, it looks so now, do you, fucking cool. Do you have an RTX card or no? I don't, no. Not but I've seen wrong. it, my, uh, one of my, my cousin has an RTX card, and boy, it looks nice. Yeah. Like, that, that, the, there is a great uh, Digital Foundry video that yes. is Yes, have you been watching those? Because they're wild. Yeah, well, this one, that one's especially useful if you don't know... Like, because he goes through the steps of every additive technology that has led right. to HDR. So he like he shows that scene, literally the hotline, yep. as it would look back on an Xbox 360, up to where we're at now. And it is kind of mind blowing what they're doing. Essentially, is like the biggest thing that RTX does is allows real reflections on everything, and it allows you to have every single surface and material have its own qualities to it so lacquered wood and stone and glass and everything is accurate and it's not just accurate to you the character it's accurate to everything around it and any light source it's around consistent. it yeah it's, so like the orange yeah. leather on the chair reflects on the silver of the hand like it is just it's if you do the sweep over and, and change it back and forth you can see the difference pretty clearly but like just thinking of how they do it as someone who's a nerd for graphics tech like it, it that's the coolest shit i've seen it in is a long literally time. simulating every pixel yeah. is a fucking ray of light to the point where like <laughs> they've they've done like freezes of jesse firing her gun where it's like okay yeah the the reflections on thing and if you zoom all the way in on her fucking eyeball the <laughs> reflection on her eyeball is accurate yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 wild i mean it's it's a better demo of rtx than i've seen from anything else honestly uh, just to I, show you it, like what potentially you can do for, cause like there, I think the first thing like immediately with control is like you run up to a piece of glass separating two things and you can see yourself like right. accurately reflecting the glass, but you can also see through it, which is just something video games have never been able to do. And it's like, it's obviously we take it for granted in real life it happens all the time. But like when you see it being rendered in real time and like it's accurate and everything, it's, it's goddamn impressive it looks amazing yeah it's not enough for me to drop 500 to 1200 dollars on a video card nah. but it's really cool looking and it makes me interested to see you know because i think it's fairly certain that the new consoles will both have some form of ray tracing you think so i think so i think it has um, to be right i would hope so i mean it just seems like such a huge leap and if fidelity is a way to sell new hardware which it definitely is uh i would say it's probably a good thing to do Man. but um but uh, yeah, I mean, either way, just even on my normal PC, it looks so striking because the art design is like a huge part of it. No, of it's, course, it's the art design, like just the animation, the architecture, things, like yeah, the ripping. spaces. I love the the central corridor of, of research with yeah. the giant sequoia trees and stuff. Like it's just such a I, such an intriguing place to. I be. love that central executive gets the fucking pyramid. Yeah, they get the pyramid just, in the middle. Yeah, it looks perfect. Like. I didn't even notice it till like I was coming in from one of the top levels and I look, I'm like, oh, there's a giant inverted pyramid in this yep. room I never saw. And then you start seeing them everywhere yes. because uh, in this, another cool thing, which I love is this idea that there is a, a hotel out of space and time. What is it like the, the um, Ocean View Hotel? Ocean View Motel and Casino. Motel and Casino. Yeah. And basically it's this, these light switches started appearing all over the oldest house one day, like hanging light switches. And if you rang them three times, you teleported to this Ocean View uh, ca- Casino. You can't leave it. Nobody knows where it is. People, people know. All right, people know where it is. Not yeah. So people will come up. There's one where you go in and people are like asking, like they're knocking on the door. And right, like, right. Hey, like is this fucking like, place open? It is a. Th- it is a place somewhere. But you can't but leave it when you're there. Right. You can't. And all, all of the posters on the wall are every one of the 50 states, so you can't tell where it is. It's so cool. And and so in this hallway, there's six doors. They all have symbols on them. The only one you can go through. Is the, the one that goes back to the oldest house is the one with the upside down yes. triangle. They do say that that when they find so there's a bunch of Alan Wake stuff in this game too, and they found his manuscript page, 
was like scribbled out and says, you know, I'm, I'm stuck at the bottom of the lake, which is the end of Alan Wake. That came from under the spiral door. So like, uh. do all these other doors connect to other Remedy universes? Do they connect to, I who knows? But it's just like another very cool piece of world building that is just in there. I love that they have the other doors too. Yeah. And you never fucking. Exactly. And I love them. that there's like, yep, it only opens this one door. And the first question in the memo before the player even gets asked is like, what's behind the other doors? And that the way that the, you know, the main characters that you don't meet who have kind of led to this situation are not, I mean, Trench is kind of evil, but only really after he's been possessed by the hit. This is, this is what pissed me off is that like, but they're not bad. Like Casper Darling also is not, they're just like, they're doofuses kind of, they, they just push too far. Like they're scientists. That's what they do. But it's not in the, the malicious way that I think a lot of I was, mad scientists come off in video games. Yeah, I don't think Casper's a mad scientist. I mean, he is in the way that like he wanted a singularity. And yeah. so he is not dead. He is on the astral plane. Right. The Wherever last movie, yeah, yeah. The last movie you read is just, or no, when you talk to Pope, she's like, "Well, like, I'm yeah. sure if he, wherever if he, he is, he's probably he's happy. Probably happy. <laughs> yeah, like he, you know, like. But this is the thing: you need smart people who are drawn to it. Yeah, this is the whole FBC HR problem. Right, is you need grunts that are just like, yeah, I don't know, fucking shot of yeah. fucking his to death. Yeah, uh, the, the room shifted. I lost six hours because I was in another dimension. But <laughs> right. you know. Nine to five, right? Yeah, it's just like that. You need that kind of person. But then also like but a Casper. You need a right. Casper Darling who's going to push boundaries. And right. he, you say he's bad. I mean, he, not bad. I don't think he's bad. But no. I, and I think Trench is did, probably the worst because he's the one who wants to push further and like go into the place that they don't want to go into. And that's what ultimately brings it back. Yeah. So, so like so, he's so, the one who pushes too far. But yeah. but then also he, he created the HDR. Like he, right. he helped save everyone yeah. that is alive in that fight. And he's a guy who is pushed to serious isolation by working at the FBC because he can't talk about it with anybody. And is, you know, eventually his family doesn't exist anymore. So right. then he has to just pour himself completely so you can see how he goes off the deep end. Like it's it's there is no antagonist in that game. Like the hiss is an antagonistic force, but there's no Super hiss. You fight at the yeah, end of the it, game. It is not Half-Life where it's like the military's here to take you right. out. It's yeah, like, exactly. Nah, we're here on the same side. I kept expecting that was going to happen at some point. Like, oh, the military's going to show up and it's going to be like Half-Life. And it never does. And I was just, please just punch. No, I never mean, did. You, you are the military. You yeah, are the military. You are them. You're so the, like, You're the cleanup team. You have to imagine like at the highest level of whatever, who knows about the FBC when they hear that the oldest house is under quarantine. They're like, well, I hope they figure that out because we can't go in there. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even know where it is. Um, I just, I yeah, the lifetime appointment thing is kind of terrifying. But yeah. also it's not really. The whole director thing, the idea of that you're the conduit between the board and the yes. FBC. And that the board wants to work with the FBC because it knows that there's terrible there's worse stuff out there than us like the former is this like huge worm monster you fight and like is it a former as in a former board member i or is it 100 percent sure making stuff i don't know because if you go to the uh the board has a video on him right like don't worry about it we fired him yeah yes that's right it's fine don't worry about it and when he talks it still has the like the tone of the board but but you can't understand understand it. it Yeah. So clearly, like, they are policing themselves. Yes. Which is kind of it's, bizarre. Yeah, just that idea. And I like, it's kind of thing that I would never even want to have fully explained. I just like the idea that there's some internal logic to it. Uh, and the rest of the game bears that out. So I can trust that even if I don't know what it is, it still feels sound because the rest of the world's so well fleshed out. Uh, you know what reminds me of? What's, um, this is mm. terrible. What's the fucking spinning top movie with Leo? Oh, Inception. Kind of. Yeah, there's some of the bending hallway shit. Yeah, yeah, especially there's I'm um one of the which is one of the wings just like as a normal hallway and then you get about halfway down and it starts <laughs> twisting and it just it kind of throws your stomach for a loop when you see it. You're just like, "Oh, that's 
That's kind of weird. I, I loved the fucking clock. Yeah. I love the clock hallway. Yes. It's just so satisfying. So cool. Like it, it, yeah, there's one room you find where there's an object of power that just keeps making clocks everywhere. Or maybe it's an altered item. So there is a slight difference. Altered items are just items that are fucking weird. They don't have powers. Right. All, objects of power are a bigger deal. But one of the altered items is a, a clock that replicates itself forever. So you go through one corner of the oldest house that is just covered with like old wooden clocks they're not <laughs> and small they're, they're t- like two and a half yeah yeah it's, it's a great and there's scene. physics on them yeah. and stuff so when you throw stuff into them they blow up and it's just a clock explosion it looks great it looks fantastic yeah uh there's just so much to it and like the track again yeah. tragedies they didn't tell an amazing story but you know what i don't no, care but they made an amazing world with it yes and yeah. that's that is more ripe Yes. Then like, oh, I understand Jesse was going through some identity. And issues, especially for an exploration more, a game more based around exploration, it, it fits better. Because like, there's not a version of Alan Wake where you can walk around the woods Which and sucks. find that's stuff. fucking terrible. Because that's the, like, Alan Wake is great because it does have a propulsion to the pace, but it definitely has like points where you're like, I want to walk. There are readable things in that game and there's, there's stuff to poke around and it doesn't give that opportunity very often. In fact, there's lots of times where it brings the darkness in and says, get moving. Um, and so it's really nice to have a game that on on that has the quality of world building they have, but also lets you marinate in it, like at your own pace. <laughs> Did you find the Oh Dear memo? Yeah. About the thermos? <laughs> yes. That's really... Always dispenses great coffee. That's a good one. That's a very Twin Peaks thing, of course. That's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of any more of my favorite, like, Objects of Power stories. Uh, there's one really good one where you find it's not an object of power it's just a weird story you find uh, it's like a transcript of a 911 call and oh it's my God. the dude like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like hi 911 what's your emergency and he goes uh, i'm i think i'm st- i'm stuck in the phone lines <laughs> yeah, uh, i don't know where lines. i'm at but you don't hang up on me cuz i don't know if i'll get out of here if you hang up on me <laughs> and like so it goes through the transcript and they eventually hang up on him but like that guy might be stuck in the phone lines now there's an addendum but to that one there's also next to that area there's like a figure of energy just like strapped to a chair and i'm like is that that dude and it's just they leave that link there See, just the enough chair thing is where the fpc gets a little like uh, yes yeah. one those there's ones there are enemies that are just strapped into a chair and yeah. they're levitating themselves yeah there there is parts of the fpc that you could see that are maybe a little more like the bad kind of secret so there, government shit there's a memo where it's like make sure you put the hood over their head so that when you yeah <laughs> like it's like oh. yeah yeah there's definitely like some of the posters on the wall are like it's like is it a stapler or an object of power and it's yeah. just like the stapler's got an evil face on it but it's like that stapler could kill you <laughs> in real uh, life time or, lost no what is it like Time yeah. lost. Time lost during shifts. Yeah, uh, you don't get. So the idea time. is like you could be in the bathroom and you close the door and then you hear a, a building shift <laughs> happens and then you open the door and you're over the fire break or you're somewhere where you can't get out and <laughs> there is enough of a bureaucracy that they have a poster that says hey. You don't get paid overtime if you get nah, stuck in a yeah. room shift. Uh, there were two guys who snuck into the quarry or to have sex with each other. Like yep. it's pretty great because it's yeah. just a bunch of office people. At like the end of and the so day. that quarry is a great example. Like people treat it like a nice, like a a, a health club or something yeah. you could go. to. It's kind of a neat thing. It is essentially it is a quarry somehow inside the oldest house that also has an entire night sky projected. The, Which someone talks in a memo. They're like, oh, yeah. it's a great. Let's just go out yeah, there. And we look just out. go out there and yeah, drink a beer, drink and, a beer and, and, and watch the... Yeah, I think it's the, the security chief guy. He says, like, yeah. that's what we used to do is go look at the stars <sighs> in the middle of this building in New York City. It's just so fucking cool how weird and also logical it all is. It's, uh, it's, it's a it great is, combination. It just... Every, the tone is so right. Yes. Uh, and it, I, I don't know that we talked enough about how much I love the Casper Darling videos, but I fucking love that shit. I mean, the... So he, uh, those are live action FMVs and they're Alan Wake's actor. Um, 
playing uh, playing as this doctor and and so you've not seen lost but i should show you so in lost there's this organization on the island called the dharma initiative and they basically the the castaway survivor people who crash on the island in the show find these old tapes and they are exactly like these they're huh. very they have the doo 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 at the beginning and it's a weird guy in a science code who comes on and be like i'm going to tell you about the casimir effect how exotic matter gives off electromagnetism and creates time dilations and it's all very weird shit yeah. but it's all presented in a like 80s instructional uh scientific video format and i can't imagine they didn't take that from lost because it feels exactly <laughs> exactly right and also the um i like your explanation for the vending machines and it Makes sense in universe, but that's also the thing. The Dharma Initiative took all the food and made it a quote like a Dharma Initiative brand of everything. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would say that what was I would say that's what it was, but it, yeah. it's so it's specific. It yeah. is definitely like it and is that's trying to not be anything. I think a really good example of how into the detail this game is oh, yeah. and how good it is at hitting those hitting those. I have nails. so many questions about the tech. Like, do they have to make? Do they have to make? computers and stuff using old components right yeah like is that uh, there's um is in, that what won't explode that's what i'm assuming that's like a thing in the um uh the Battlestar galactica reboot happened back in around when lost was on also but there's so like the idea of Battlestar galactica is it's about humans fighting against these cylons there's ais that they made that got too smart and tried to kill them they fought and so during the cylon war all the ships that were made were not networked because the robots can attack a network. Right. So Galactic is the only ship left without a network. So it's why it survives when they huh. attack again is because there's no way to cyber attack it because it doesn't have a network, um, which is just a cool detail. Like it's a yeah. cool bit of, and that that's a similar thing to like pneumatic tubes. It's like, Oh, that's neat. That's very retro. Does the Legion thing of like, what, what air is this? But then you're like, no, there's actually a good reason for that. The thing with the Legion is like, and especially as it goes on, which is what I don't really like about the show is it continues to get weirder and weirder for no reason other than it's the show. Yeah. Uh, whereas this game seems to want to create a reason for everything happening, whether it's in a memo or inference, like we're figuring but, or whatever. And, and you say that, but like at the end of the day, they can just, they can basically say like, oh, well, that's just how it is. It's magic. Yeah. It's magic. Like it's, that, that's, don't... that's a cool thing about like the, the, every room you fight in in that game gets fucked up, like concrete pillars, everything's blown up, papers everywhere. And then you come back five minutes later and it come it's reformed itself yeah. because it's a video game and you can't store every piece of object in memory. But in the fiction of the game, you can also say, hey, yeah, the oldest house just fixed itself when you left. Because, of course, it did. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm super relieved that they didn't do any time shit. Yep. Um, just because it would have been too, too they much. They definitely got another system in Quantum Break. So uh, <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's good. Because at least the timeline is, yes, is fairly consistent. It is what it is. And, yeah, they're not going to double back and see old Jesse from the future being like, you fucked up. There's, dark, that, there's a Dark Link battle. Yeah. Did yeah. you like that fight? Uh, that, so that was a really great. Maybe this is a good like story to end on but like i ran across that side quest like very late at night I was oh god tired i shouldn't have been still playing and it just creeped me the fuck out because it's like so you you find this lab it's called the synchronicity lab and <laughs> so it has good. this weird fucking mirror in it yeah and it, it really does a good lead up to actually getting to the mirror you have to like open some doors you have to do some weird shit where it reflects stuff wrong and it's it's just very sinister and then when you go through it it is just that section of the game world but like blue lit but everything is backwards. But the, the layout, everything, the textures, every, everything, everything. There's a is cool backwards. like lock puzzle where you have to reverse the lock yeah. to do it. And like, there's a great. I think the coolest part of that is the audio log. Basically, you find one before they go. You go in where it's this 
She's debriefing this guy, and he's just talking, talking backwards, backwards. But he doesn't seem to understand he's talking backwards. Yeah. And he's just like, rah, 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 rah. And they're like, uh, he keeps doing it. He hasn't stopped. He's been back for like three hours, and he's still talking backwards. And then you hear that. You go through the, the mirror, and on the other side is the same audio log. But she's talking backwards, and he's like, yeah. why can't you understand me? It's so good. It's so fucking good. And then, yeah, you have this boss fight with yourself, which is neat. And you get a really slick-ass-looking outfit out of it. But just that whole lead up to the mirror and everything was so perfectly creepy. I was just like, I'm going to think about that for a while. <laughs> like it's just, this it works. is not a horror game by the way. No, no, it's, it's weird and it's creepy, but it's never like, boo, I got you. And thank like, God. Cause what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's like kind of the best form of horror. Like yes. it has the, the like foundational, like, whoa, that's wild elements, but it doesn't have the visceral, like blood and guts part of it. And I think it, I mean, you don't need it. It rules. Yeah. It's yeah, just, you don't need it because it's all existential horror. It yeah. It's like, and the way they like, they, when you're going after like Ati that one time, when you're going to find him on his vacation, <laughs> yeah, and you go to the foundation, be, yeah. which is also one of the coolest areas in the game. Like, holy shit. It reminded shit. me of in Dark Souls when you go to the very bottom of Ashen Lake. So cool. And, and that's where the trees. the first DLC is set down there. So I'm excited. I'm to very see excited. What that is. And yeah, the, the pillar that he's near has basically what looks like the world tree on it. So that keeps Remedy's... Uh, Norse mythology thing going. This guy's Loki, right? Yeah, he's okay. Gotta, he's got to be either. He's like he's like, probably Odin or Loki or something, but he does not seem to be a person. But he's just uh, like I, you know, we didn't even talk about the ashtray maze, which is another like amazing set piece part. Just which is very much they did this in Alan Wake also, where they had you fight a bunch of guys with a big heavy metal band going but, on in the background. But the music is describing what's happening in the game. Right. It's describing like <laughs> yes, and that's it. It was written it's by so good. So <laughs> the old gods of Asgard are a fake band from Alan Wake that have several songs in Alan Wake, including that one you fight to, and they are a band, a Finnish band that obviously they are a fan of called uh, Poets of the Fall, and so <laughs> they had Poets of the Fall write another song for control that's literally called control and it's about what you're doing in the ashtray they talk, talk about ordinary they, yeah, like, they talk about it fucking amazing ordinary yeah yeah it's just like weird swedish metal song that's from the band that played the band in Alabama. it's, it's so just these good. layers of meta shit that they love to do and I, it was a beautiful set piece so here for um it. i got i did trip up i got nailed by that fucking i had to do it so here okay here's the other thing that happened to me weird at the end of the game is so i got to the end of the game which is basically the a real big, end or the fake credits the so i so what happens i fought to the fake credits yeah uh but so all right we'll go back so you the final thing is you go to polaris which is or no it's it's the hadron it's the thing that came through it's the thing that is in your head the whole time but it's, and you it's gotta, contained in the fucking yeah and you gotta bring it out so they can push the hits out yeah essentially uh so it's the final part of the game it's this big orb you have to climb up around it and turn on these uh, satellite dishes so the first thing you do is you rip this big lock off the door and then uh you're supposed to go in there and do stuff what happened for me when I ripped the locks off that door is my camera control stopped working oh, and I couldn't move. No. Uh, and so it just kind of didn't go. And so I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll just reload it. Whatever. Reloads me back at the control point, but the door's already open. And I will come to later learn the first half of the boss fight got skipped. Oh. So normally you go in there, you do three on the floor, three uh, dishes, and then it raises the room and you go up around the edge to the top. Uh, I only had to go up around the edge to the top. I and so I did that, you. and I'm like, I oh, that's you. like a pretty mild last boss fight. Okay. And Ugh. it does fake credits, which are pretty cool. Like, it's a really good fake out. I mean, I didn't expect it to be over at that point, but like, basically, what it does is it does credits, and then the credits start blah. Yeah, they, they kind they're of, just like digital. It's so good. It's, it's really good. Um, and then you play through this whole like chapter at the FBC when it's populated by people, and you're like an office temp, and that's pretty cool. But so basically, what happened is after the fake credits, it froze at a loading screen. 
And I was like, okay, well, I'll quit again and it'll pick up where I was. And it spawns me back at the control point. I have the objectives to like deliver mail and do all the stuff you have to do in that dream sequence. But I'm me in the <laughs> world still. I'm like, I don't think I can continue. I went back to the room. It was empty. I'm like, well, shit, I got to go back. But I can't. But I could. So what I could do is go back to the last chapter, which uh, was happened to be the start of the ashtray. Yep, yep. So I got to do it twice. And I, I actually did both tries, first try around, and I felt good. But the way that it like it syncs up with the music and stuff like that, it's just it's it's so much fun. But like I was happy that I was able to uh, to go back because you can just mission select basically. But it, it goes back to it. I think basically was the game is does a hard save when you're at that point. So yeah. when I went back there, I basically had all my upgrades to that point, but uh, nothing beyond it. Right, so right, I still right. had to collect all the stuff I missed and whatever. So it wasn't catastrophic, but it's a really weird glitch because it literally just yeah. like ruined the whole end of the thing. Um, and I'm, I was happy. Like there were still surprises in the ending, specifically the Casper Darling video in the, the hotel, which is just a goof. And it's Dynamite, dude. so good. Sing this fucking so song good. I hope that's what he's doing in the astral plane is just in weird 80s. Videos. I mean, he got naked at the end. <laughs> he didn't seem to be in a good place at the end, but I hope. no, I think he knew it was up because he says, I'm going to go touch the monolith. Mm. Like he is, very, he is. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's, this is my last. Yeah. Yeah. It's a singularity. He's going to merge with. The, do you think? Mm. What do you think the board is? It's got to be old gods, right? I think so. Yeah, old gods would but probably. Then they cast out shitty ones. Yeah, yeah, but they also like they want to have a nice orderly connection with the human world instead of like enslaving it and turning everyone insane, which is nice. Honestly, it probably works out better if everyone's kind of stable. Yeah, yeah but I just I you know the board like again the form of them is cool. The way they talk is great. Like that they have split meanings for words. And which, I don't know which, which some are like comical, like some, yeah, are, like, some are literally like force wall breaking. Like you need to wait for the, do you need to wait for the next day slash expansion yeah. for more yeah, game yeah, yeah. or whatever? Like it, it, it is <sighs> all, all remedy games also at some point acknowledge that they're video games. Like it's great. I think Alan Wake does it the most because you go to this like recovery place for artists. And one of them is a video game designer and you go into his room and literally the like, whiteboard map that remedy probably drew for the first area it's just there. is just there on the board <laughs> yeah. so he's making a night springs game but it's really obviously alan wake and there's literally an xbox on his thing and stuff and it's uh i guess quantum break maybe does that's the other thing i say quantum break doesn't have a lot of that like playful See, that, stuff in yeah, it and that's what i'm just like that's, that's when you go to a remedy game yeah they have one really good fake tv show at the beginning that looks like very much their version of Twin Peaks with Sam Lake just drinking coffee and looking at x-rays of stuff. Um, but it doesn't have the metatextual stuff. It doesn't... Re- like, there is a whiteboard that talks about Bright Falls, so it connects to yep. Alan yeah, Wake yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So there's a little bit there, but Control, like, just kicks the fucking barrel over and goes like, no. Bright Falls was in AWE. Alan Wake was in the Prime Candidate program. It's yeah, just, that was fucking so wild. Cool. It's so cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm just really excited to play more of it. <laughs> When and uh, so I think first expansion's coming out in December, and that's just like combat stuff. It sounds like expeditions, and then yeah, and then after that, in early is the the foundation one, which is PS4 exclusive, but I think it's only for like thirty days or maybe huh. less than that. And then that's still annoying. The though. big one is the AWE, where the logo is very clearly uh, Alan Wake on the top, Control on the bottom. I'll be disappointed if I mean I know they're not going to let us leave the bureau. Probably not, but they'll like it's fine. Hey, they got those Bright Falls maps. They could gussy them up. <laughs> it's, it's not the same engine or anything. That Northlight engine is... They made that for Quantum Break, and they use that here. So Yeah. Um, but I, I just wanted so badly to go on a patrol with those Rangers. I love... 
all the, the reports design. of the different AWEs, and yeah, and and yes, the design of their like, like the high visibility, like they almost look like electric workers, like right? Linesmen, yeah, because like they don't blue. know what light's going to be like where they yeah, go. Yeah, so they need high vis. They have like you know very neon, like, yeah. and it it kind of floats. I've it it looks really cool. it look they look like like Hideo Kojima yeah concepts with like the gas masks and yeah and it's funny uh, I follow Kojima on Twitter uh, probably to my <laughs> own peril because he just tweets in like huge blocks. yeah dude. Uh, but he loved Control. Like, he tweeted about it a bunch. Congrats to him. It's fucking amazing. And, and it totally feels, like, aesthetically tailor-made for him. Yeah. So, uh... There's just something about how they moved with the capes and, like... Yeah. How it was kind of falling behind them in the gas mask. I was like, oh, Kadeo yeah. Kajima fucking loves this shit. Fucking rad. All right. I think we've said enough about Control. It's a great game. It's so good, yeah. It's one of my favorites of the year, for sure. And, uh, I've just... It's been almost universally well received. I have not really heard a I feel like bad review of it. I feel like they're back, Ben. I feel like Remedy's like, all right, what are they going to yeah. do next? Yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know, I've been, I've said many times, I'm a big fan of them. So it's really cool to see them like really get something and and to release like at that perfect time of the summer when there's not a lot out. So it really did dominate conversation it's for not, a week it's not or like two. They had, like low exp- it's, Everyone was kind of like, eh, like well, yeah, it's Remedy, you know, it's Remedy. Yeah, they kind of, but they've been on a downwards. Uh, since Alan Wake, like people didn't like Quantum Break as much, and people even didn't like Alan Wake as much as Max Payne. So I mean, those like, are different. It yeah. felt like it. It. I think people have come around on Alan Wake, but I think it definitely was so different than Max Payne. There was some amount of pushback. I to never it. warmed to it. I don't know. I, yeah. And I. I saw. Um, there's a video. Uh, YouTube channel just does like video game movies. They mm-hmm. will cut. All oh, the, cut all the things together. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a three-hour Alan Wake one. Yeah. And I watched. I was like, oh, I remember playing through this. I remember the guy with the fucking axe. Like. Yeah. That fucking fight. And I. I never liked the flashlight combat. I don't yeah, know. it's uh, going back to it, especially after control. How do you find the pacing? Like, it's... It, so the pacing of it is still pretty solid because they know when to like make you kind of scarce on ammo yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and make the light the thing you want to run. The, the light dark dynamic is really good and very easy to read. Like almost any situation you get in, you're like, okay, I need to find the light. I need to find the way to most shield myself. You know, it, it is easy to read. Um, it's impactful. Like it, when you do shoot someone and they fly up in the air, like yeah. it feels good. Um, but the like dodge mechanic is kind of finicky and that's really all you do. You run, you dodge, you shoot, you run, you dodge, you shoot, you throw up a flare maybe to get stuff off of you. Like it looks fantastic, especially the lighting looks still really good, honestly. And I I can't imagine like an RTX Alan Wake. That would be ridiculous. But that was a big thing. Like before this game came out that Microsoft gave them back the IP, which is really cool. Uh, it also explains why there's a absolute shit ton of Alan Wake stuff. It was so much more than I expected. Cause like a couple of memos, sure. But like, there's a room in the Panopticon when you go in it that Alan Wake appears in FMV form and is typing on his typewriter. He's still at the bottom of that lake. <laughs> and it's just, uh, yeah. Wait, I, where's that? I didn't see that. Uh, so that's level five. The Panopticon is one of the places you can fly to once you have levitation. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you find the manuscript page. Uh, and uh, also when you get near it, it kind of does the tench thing, uh, trench thing. But, but it's, it's Alan but Wake. But it's Alan Wake typing it's instead of <laughs> trench smoking in front of a blue light. Um, because you know they already had the actor; he was playing Darling. He's probably in the game more than any other character except for Jesse, honestly. Oh, Darling! He's great. He's so great. He's very camp. He's yeah. He's very camp. I just love the. I love his assistants. Um, I, I like just, the, I like the assistants' memos. They're like, does he really yeah. fucking need us? Do we really have to? Like, there's uh, a great so shot when it's like you find a bunch of extra footage, and it's just yeah, like it's the just... two of them like nervously standing next to each <laughs> other and stuff. Like, it's just oh, so much good. It, detail i just imagine if half because like, we're never going to go back to black mesa i've yeah. accepted that this is imagine, definitely if, feels but imagine if black yeah. mesa like in half-life one you could read shit and like see what was going yeah the environmental storytelling was great yes don't get me wrong 
But, but like, I, like textures and stuff weren't uh, at the point where you could put together a whole room just by looking at it and stuff. Like, and, and there's a weird, like, the, the banality of the whole thing is maybe more in Portal than it is in Half-Life. And it's much, kind of just, obviously much more comedic in Portal than it is in it's, Control. It's played way more for laughs yeah. in Portal. But the like when you think about what the concept of Portal is, it's still kind yeah. of a horrifying. Yeah, similar, like the idea thing, that like, every time they failed at After Science, they just built another one on top yeah. of it is one of my favorite like, jokes. That you just keep going down through yeah. eras as you go down into... God, Portal 2 is so good. I, I guess it really is It really is similar to Portal 2 in that like you you have to accept that you are just in yes. the institution. This right? place, like, You yes. are in this place. The only time you exit in Portal 2 is when you come out that fucking shack in the middle of the field and go like, oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's um, A, Portal 2 is a very, very good game. And yeah, I, actually, you know, the connection is stronger. Like the comedic tone is not as arch as it is in, in Portal, but the ideas are... And the setting. Yeah, 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 they, well, you have these test subjects and you yeah. need to make instructions for them. And Yeah, there's no you know, Cave like, Johnson in control, but there are ideas in there that are pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, we found this incredible scientific thing. Let's screw around with I, it. I was disappointed Trench was corrupted, frankly. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a cop. I was just like, yeah, you know, the, like, it's a logical reason for the hiss. Like, they would use someone who was too curious to come back through. But, I yeah, I, I like it better if he was trying to fight it off and he wasn't just bad. At least from the time you see him. Yeah, and like I said, again, the brother, so yeah. underdeveloped. Totally. Because like once you meet him the first time and you kind of have a pretty intense conversation with him, you can talk with him a few more times, get some more dialogue, and then he doesn't do anything, anything. until the end of the game when he's, he goes into a coma. coma. So like yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> so it's, yeah, that's that's probably a, a dropped ball, but just so much of the rest of it is so stellar. Yeah, it, that it, it succeeds. It completely yeah. succeeds. I'm happy Remedy is back on their shit yes. again in a good way and a, a, with a kind of scrappy indie publisher and and not you know not that i dislike microsoft seemed to treat them very well yeah. um but i don't think that... but i think the the them working with this kind of budget led them to be very creative in a way that i think has really worked out and yeah. the thing that they do that doesn't really cost a lot of money which is have sam like write the script like worked out great <laughs> like he didn't write all he wrote it with other people yeah, but yeah, like yeah. he you know, I think he, he said on Twitter at some point, he's like, I'm so glad people are liking Control. This is like the closest to inside of my brain as I've ever been able to write. Like, just what I like. That's insane. And um, so good. I was like, yeah, I'm really happy. They 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 got something. It, it made me stoked for the good place. Yes. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, it just it also like. Because the way they do, I mean, the visuals are like not, I'm not going to say magical. No. But when they describe like, hey, we can't record this shit being weird because it does it between right. video frames. Right, 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 yeah. Um, all that stuff reminded me of like, again, it goes back to the good place thing of like, or, you know what, Mad Men when Roger Sterling's tripping. Yeah, sure. That like when the time. The, the 60s yeah. thing and like, it's not so much that it's, he's like, he's losing time. Right, He's yes. like, oh, like, and things like, you know. Like I, the cigarette the goes cigarette. from one to the, yeah. yeah. Um, that is, more like what's in control. Yes. It's just kind of that yeah. things just happen. It's like the all right, for example, pulling the light switch. Right. You do not just get to do it once. No. The power of three motherfucker, you yeah, have to do it. Written on times. a very nice clean and sign right in front of you. And there's no magical warp, it just no. instant and it Yeah. That's that's what I love about it. Yeah. Because they could have done some stupid like yeah, time was, shift effect. Yeah. No, it just happens no. instantly. It's and very that's matter what of fact. I fucking love about it. Even though it is extraordinary. It's just uh, yeah. It is a really great Would you say it's magical of, realism? Nah, it's not realistic. <laughs> I would say it's it is um, not magical realism, but like it is trying to be grounded in terms of. I think weird fiction is probably where I would put it. Still. Uh, this this idea that this weird layer exists yes. below our our understanding of things. I wouldn't say it's weird fiction in the Lovecraft form, but it is closer to 
But it is Lovecraftian in that. It is. Like, there's the board. I mean, the board is a very eldritch kind of thing. And um, so, yeah, there's flavor there. And, I mean, you know, Alan Wake is chock full of eldritch horror stuff. So um, they've obviously always had a... And and actually, I think even in Max Payne 1, when I was playing through, they mentioned eldritch gods and stuff like that. So it's obviously been one of his things for a while. But, uh, yeah, man. All right. You want to leave it there, Ben? What a stellar game. And also, uh, just original IP. Fucking A, man. It's I not a sequel. You. Can you believe it? It's a game that's just called... I mean, that's actually... <laughs> when I was searching for like guides and stuff, it'd be like, Control, da-da-da. It'd just be like, nothing to do with it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's such a... Oh, dude, like, it's, it's terrible. A broad to term for. to search it's for. terrible They to search didn't for. do the SEO on that. It's true. No. But, uh, but yeah, just see a big IP, a new IP from them, not linked to anything else they've ever done, do so well. And um, look so good. Like, just everything. Yeah. Like, really nailed it. What's that Dark Souls shooter alike? Uh, rem- Remnants. Remnant? Remnants from yeah. the Ashes or something. Yeah, yeah. Talk about a generic video game title. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. it's not a good title, but also just like, it, it. that looks nowhere near as good as... No, I mean, that looks... And that that seemed, that's a game I've been intrigued by. But, but then, that, that's what I was expecting. I was right. expecting like that like a bu- And that game's like a $40 game. It's a little budgety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely kind of, when I saw it was 505, I saw it was after they left Microsoft. I was like, this is probably going to be a little lower key. And it is, but it's so, it uses that lower keyness to, it's like it's one location, but it's the most interesting location we've ever been in. It's like, it's it's one character and like four other characters. There's not a ton of people in this game, but they're all incredibly well animated and realized and acted. So like they, and and that's where FMV becomes really useful for low budget games is because you don't have to render the Casper Darling scenes. You just film them. And uh, it's it's they use all their tools and their weird kind of quirks in really cool ways. It's That's just so all right. fucking great. Let's leave it there. Ben, yes. take us out. We are out.